Pioneer Talks. Pioneer Talks. Pioneer Talks. Hello, this is Maria Elena Marcano, your internship coordinator. And Jesse Foster, career counselor here in the Academic Advising and Career Education Office, otherwise known as ACE. Welcome to our Pioneer Podcast, Volume 2. We will be discussing resumes today. Where to start? tips on design, and why they are still relevant for your networking needs. So what does your resume say about you? Have you looked at your resume lately? We hope by the end of this podcast, you will take the time to really ask yourself this question. If you were a hiring manager, would you hire you? This is an interesting question, Rielena, because we should wonder what a resume says about us. When was the last time I updated my resume? And would a hiring manager hire me based on my current resume? Understanding that depending on industry, your resume may look different than your friends and may require different experiences and or format. So for this podcast, we are going to speak in general terms and give you some best practice advice on how to look at your resume differently. Let's review our 10 tips for resume development. Number one. So there are mixed feelings here because templates commonly can help with identifying what sections you will need on a resume. However, I tend to tell students not to use templates because eventually that template will restrict you from developing your resume and as you progress through your career, if trends do change, then you're restricted to that particular template. Remember, recruiters and HR managers care about filling the job and making sure the job gets done correctly. So with that being said, hiring managers are reviewing several resumes And if your resume is deemed hard to locate your skills and experience because of creative formatting, they may push your resume to the side. They are looking for candidates who can do the job and do it correctly. It's important to stay current and up to date with industry standards. Tip number two, font size. I recommend that you keep it basic with Times New Roman or Arial. Font size between 11 to 12 point is usually the good size. Number three, your address. My suggestion here is to not put your mailing address on your resume. Although in the past it was necessary because businesses would respond via mail, this is not the case in 2020. Not having your mailing address is to prevent any kind of bias in the selection process. For example, reducing bias based on where you live shouldn't be the reason why you are not selected for a job. Also consider if you ever lost your resume or if your resume doesn't get disposed of properly, you may be at risk. Tip number four, objective or summary or both. The objective has become a bit obsolete, but I do recommend creating a summary of three to four bullet points about your skills and your qualifications. Number five, acronyms and abbreviations. We generally recommend not to use them depending on industry standards. For example, computer science and IT common software like AI or SQL are okay generally. However, we are hearing from recruiters that they do prefer correct spelling of the platforms because there are just so many platforms and softwares out there now and having the correct spelling makes it easier to search. So please spell out titles, names, and software platforms you are referring to so that if needed, one can research what you are listing. It is okay to insert acronyms after your spelling as long as they are in parentheses and if space permits. Tip number six, sentence or bullet points under each job description. Yes, you can include either, but preferably a bullet point because it is short and easier to read than several sentences. Number seven, transferable skills. You may be asking yourself, 
I haven't worked in my major career field yet, so how do I highlight transferable skills? Look at your work experience, which may include coursework, volunteer, and research work. Ask yourself if you can highlight responsibilities that relate to leadership, teamwork, multitasking, critical thinking, and technical skills that can speak to the job that you are applying for. For someone to trust you to lead and work within a team in a previous position speaks to your ability for future roles. Tip number eight, condensing your resume, would it lose content? You should always include relevant information, such as skills and qualifications that relate to the position you are applying for. Remove outdated or irrelevant information to help condense your resume to a one-page document, but without really losing any quality. Number nine, staying current with language. As jobs evolve and markets change, it's important to use current terms in your resume that are used in your specific industry. Consider researching three jobs you would like to have, search Handshake, LinkedIn, and Indeed, and review the job description and specifically the experience section. Does your resume reflect these terms and skills? Stop using terms like expert and use words like managed, developed, if you need help with this, look on our ACE resume page for more resources. And tip number 10, references. This question gets asked a lot. I would include a reference page, but separately from your resume. The re reference page should include the name of the professional reference along with the title, email, and telephone number. We asked students if they had any questions regarding resumes in our last podcast to email us at internships at csueastbay.edu. Let's hear from a few of our students that had questions. Should I add coursework, education, and hours? Yes to adding your coursework, education, and hours to your resume. Let's start with education. It is important to list your education in the proper order. You should not have your high school experience listed on your resume at this point. You are a CSU East Bay student and or a recent graduate and should only list any city college, trade school, or universities you've attended. The way you should list your education is the most current first. For example, if you went to City College, then to Trade School, and now to CSU East Bay, you would list the CSU East Bay first, then Trade School second, and then City College third, moving down your resume. Be sure to put the year of completion, and if you are in progress graduating next year, put May 2021. Now, including coursework on your resume is an opportunity for those that may not have a lot of actual work experience. This section allows you to highlight some coursework that speaks specific to the skills and experiences that can be seen as transferable skills. My suggestion here would be to look at the job descriptions for which you are applying for and if there are any connections with software, platforms, and or soft skills you can highlight in your related coursework section that you actually did, this would be ideal. If you're going to add this section to your resume, pick two to three projects to highlight Keep in mind you have your actual work experience section too. Remember this should be a one page resume. Adding hours to your resume can either be in the bullet point section of responsibilities or in the date section of employment. Now this is our last question from a student. Basic headers for resumes. Basic headers that you would want to include in your resume would include your contact information, so your full name, city, state, phone number, email address, and optional LinkedIn if you do have that. You may also want to include underneath that a summary of qualifications, three to four bullet points that relate to the job are very helpful, 
Under that, you may want to include your education. So make sure that you list the type of degree, the major, year of graduation, the location, and optional GPA. You can also include underneath that for the education section related coursework. So this might be something that is related or relevant to the type of job that you're applying to. You may want to list anywhere between two to three courses. Under that, you would want to include your experience. This could be paid or unpaid experience, community service, volunteer experience. This could be on-campus jobs, full-time or part-time jobs, internships. And just make sure that you list the job title, name of the company, city, state, the dates that you were working there. And under that, you would want to include bullet points of the type of work that you do. Under that, you may also include other optional areas. So this could be publications, research. You could also include awards or memberships in organizations or extracurricular activities. These are the, some of the common basic headers for resumes. So again, this could be adapted and changed from individual to individual. Having trouble with that, definitely check in with the career counselor to give you some helpful feedback. The Office of Advising and Career Education, ACE, is here to help you with all your professional development needs. If you would like a deeper dive with one of our career counselors, we're operational from Monday through Friday, nine to five, to schedule a Zoom appointment. You can also reach us via email for any academic advising and or career advising appointment at ace at csueastbay.edu. In regards to internships for academic credit and general internship information, please email internships at csueastbay.edu. Please be mindful since our team is working from home, there may be a slight delay in response time, but rest assured we are responding to all emails. Please join us for our next podcast. We will be discussing the importance of having a cover letter and how it can help you. If you have any topics you want to hear more about, or if you are open to being interviewed for our future segments, please email internships at csueastbay.edu. Remember, we are pioneers, we got this, and let's work together on your career journey. And in the spirit of being a pioneer, continue to lead the way. Till next time.